Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable, quirky researchers that evangelize it. Today's episode, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 5, Aliens on the Third Reich. Aliens and the Third Reich of Adolf Johnson yeah. Hitler. Could be a lot of pivots. <laughs> No, this is historical oh, context. Wow. Sure. We can say whatever yeah. we want. <laughs> it is all factual. <laughs> About the fake Holocaust. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Definitely pivot there. Uh, okay, let's <laughs> be back. Yeah. Be back to our rational minds. Oh, okay, yeah. there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, this episode is all about Hitler and the Nazis' obsession with alien technology and where the Aryan race came from, and uh, uh, thrill-powered machines <laughs> that are really thrilling. We're all thrill-seekers To ride here. around in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, how's it going, Steve? It's going good. Yep. Nice, beautiful, warm Southern California day again. God damn it, yep. we don't have weather. In February, yeah, as it is. Adolf would say. <laughs> I had uh, 85 Celsius. <laughs> no, it's probably, well, I don't know what a Celsius said. Uh, <laughs> Welcome 20? to the weather. Meet your friend <laughs> Adolf Johnson Hitler, still alive. <laughs> Which I'll get yeah, to. He that speaks Spanish. Yeah, yeah, I know you dummies are obsessed with that. I think he's dead. Um, what's it called? There are actual <laughs> documents, though. I don't know. Um, Watch the History Channel, which we know yeah. everything on the History Channel is 100% <laughs> factual and historical. Nothing's taken hunting, out of context. Hunting Hitler. Yeah. More um, fan of Hunting Hitler. Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah. This this episode goes back to where some of these people go. Ancient astronauts are, or ancient astronaut theorists are right. just a bunch of racists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it is interesting because the the legacy of World War II and German tech and everything is like it's as they say later in the episode. Like if you <laughs> and they're right, it's totally true. But if you isolated just some of the things that like Childress says later, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. that Michael Barr guy. And just, like, threw it out there. Like, it's one of the things that would piss people that didn't really understand off. Yeah. Basically saying that, you know, Nazi Germany is responsible for how we live today in our technology. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is, But it's, like, true because we took all their scientists later on and uh, gave them diplomatic immunity and said, yeah, here, yeah, yeah. keep that shit going for us, you know, after right, we right, won. Right, right, right. So, after we won. Yeah. Um, uh, but, I mean, I, I it's not... I, I don't think this technology... I mean, it was obviously for the Third Reich, but a lot yeah. of these scientists were probably scared and just, like... I can't go, and they're not, you know, out there actually fighting and killing and exactly, working yeah. in tyranny camps. They're just in a lab yeah. and probably working to save their family and their lives. So it's not like, oh, these guys have crazy war crimes, and they were actually there doing all this shit. Right. It's like they, it's like, hey, you guys were doing crazy stuff, yeah, in certain ways. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come well, here. We know you're not gonna. You weren't about, you know, that life. Right. I mean, it really. And it kind of starts us off like that pretty early. So the the episode starts off basically introducing the concept that, for those that don't know or haven't watched this episode or are just unaware, like uh, Hitler and the Nazis and a group within the Nazis especially were super into extraterrestrial technology and the occult in terms of like, obviously regular science and stuff too, but... They wanted every edge they could against the Allied powers, or like or back then it was before the Allies even. It was, what did you do? You hit... oh, oh, we're back. Sorry, wrong button I pressed. <laughs> um, it was Hitler. <laughs> no, you will not talk 
Cassidy. Asshole. <laughs> sure. Um, Eat my asshole. <laughs> Eat my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Of course I'm into that. I have the ultimate power in the world. I make people do That's whatever That's why I have want. this little mustache. <laughs> I make people do whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go have fun, you know. It's okay. <laughs> whatever you want. Just give out a Hitler holler when you're out yeah. there, you know. Hey, guys. Down in the Poconos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <On vacation>. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I can't remember where we, we sloughed off there. But uh, but in general, the, the yeah, Nazis... scientists yeah, were the, working here. Right. The Nazis were obsessed with any advantage they could get uh, in the war and uh, even into the occult. And it kind of kicks things off with this... Uh, I'm skipping ahead a little bit with that 1936 UFO crash in the Black Forest mm-hmm. uh, in a city called Freiburg in Germany. And uh, people, a bunch of people around there woke up to a plane crashing sound. A bunch of investigators were there, and they saw a disc-shaped craft with apparently dead aliens inside, like within a few so hours. So Roswell. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. That's true, yeah. yeah. Roswell. Yeah. Uh, Mine Roswell. Yeah. Um, Not that, so well, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, and within a few hours, SS officers were already there taking the, the fucking Coleman bodies and, out yeah. and then taking the, the craft away and taking it to... Uh, Castle Vegelsburg, which I think is the inspiration for Castle Wolfenstein. For, in the, in the <laughs> <laughs> for you know, like a vague burger. Yeah, like it's vegan kinda, burger. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio's, he's really investing yeah. in like, no, <laughs> both Leonardo DiCaprio's yeah. investing in uh, that Beyond Meat burger. You yeah, know? well, I everyone knows the move. conspiracy of multiple caps. Right. Okay. <laughs> Multi-cap is a very big theory out yeah. there. That's and what Inception was all about, guys. Okay. He's on the boat with multiple women. He right. can't fuck all them at the same time. No. He needs a few. No. He needs someone back on the mainland. This whole know? thing's hiding. He did that movie t- so he could hide in plain sight, yeah. right? Yeah. He Just died perfect. in Titanic. Right. right. <laughs> this is the plot of The Prestige. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which kind of goes into a little bit of this, that Tesla-style shit. Um, but uh, but yeah, like and- electromagnetic currents and like yeah. putting a big voltage in there, and it like can make something disappear and reappear. And right, shit. right. But, uh, but yeah, like uh, this castle, I believe, was the inspiration for the Wolfenstein game series because it was kind of where the core of all of the weird occult, like the mad alien, sh- yes, exactly, shit was going on for the Nazis. But um, and I believe later it says that Himmler was the guy running. Heinrich mm. Himmler was the one guy uh, who's like. One of the heads of the Vril, you know, group that we'll talk about a little later too. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, in general, like you have to understand, like in in terms of just basic history, like Hitler and the Nazis, like they were responsible for like developing the first cruise missiles, the first ballistic missiles. They had rockets, and and they had like uh, the A ten missile, which was supposed to be like a cross world fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were developing something called the Mars missile, which yeah. they never finished. Yeah, because they had the New York and then the Mars. Right, and so it's like. It, they had big plans, you know, for the Third Reich if they had yeah. won the war, you know. But um, obviously, the Mars missile never came about. But then that we get, we uh, yeah, then we get uh, Linda Howe uh, with a little Linda Howe holler, and <laughs> she's the plastic surgery queen yeah. coming on. I'm going to start calling her Greta. Greta, yeah, <laughs> why? Because that's the name of the tranny gremlin in <laughs> Gremlins Two. Okay, yeah, looks just like her. Yeah. Look her up. Okay, green hair and everything. Gremlin Greta. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, she comes on and she's blinking a lot and she looks a little out of it. It's kind of, she's literally just like she's on a post uh, Botox, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like po- Botoxin. Yeah, uh, she's like Hitler assured his citizens that he had access to the most advanced technology in the world. How could he be so confident in telling the world this if he didn't have that technology? And I'm like, 
it's it's not that it's that she, it's not that she's wrong necessarily. It's just that it's a dumb question on her part. Hitler was one of the greatest sociopaths yeah, yeah. and manipulators in the world. I mean, he's known for being like the speaker that I can't remember the exact quote, but it was like that could lull the masses into a into an almost like a dreamlike state of yeah. ecstasy and euphoria or euphoric state. That's what I was trying to say, but like. Because um, you know, he just had such a way of speaking, and it was the right content with the right tone and cadence yeah. at the right time, and uh, and it's like so. Again, what I like about this episode is that with the, it doesn't mean everything is true, but it is true that Hitler was obsessed with this shit, and he was going right. into like that's factual, which is that's yeah. what's that's what's fucking fascinating, and why even like whether you play the old Wolfenstein games or the new ones that have come out for the current systems. Um, they go deep. It's literally an alternate history where if they won because of all their right, fucking right, crazy right. technology and they have like robot dogs that have AI and stuff and super soldiers and they have like bases on Venus and the moon and crazy, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. the moon base was one of their plans. They uh, did have yeah, plans yeah. to go to Venus as well. So Wolfenstein 2, I think, just takes Without off even on knowing that. what Venus was really made Right, of. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Fall we're going to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> rain is like 800 yeah. degrees or something like that. But uh, Ooh, it's a, but it's, it's a wet rain. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wet heat. Oh. <laughs> it's a wet heat. It's just boiling my yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, it's nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, it's just, again, it was kind of a dumb... It's like... I guess not dumb. It's just an ignorant question for her to ask. It's like, yeah. at least specifically not to say... adding to the conversation. How could he be so confident? And I think that's maybe the only time she's on this episode. Yeah, so she's just trying to say, like, he's only this confident because he knows. And it's like, no, mm. you can just be confident and not know. Right, because you're an insane asshole. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Trump. Right, <laughs> the orange buffoon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so it, I think that's it. She's, she's They try to put her in as, like... Because obviously she's had some little like expertise like segments where she's on location and stuff so far, mm-hmm. but even at you know this early in the series, but she they kind of just have her on to be like the emotional mom core, which is mm-hmm. my favorite mm-hmm. genre of music yeah, too. Yeah. I'm in a emo mom core. Son, I fucking love you. You're growing up so fast. <laughs> just when you eat your vegetables and quit staring at your sister's ass. <laughs> oh boy, that was kind of like. Bon Jovi style <laughs> yeah. arena, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got very high not. Which I think to them would be hard to a, your average to mom, mom would be kind of hardcore, emotional. Right? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Bon Jovi, that's heavy metal, Ooh, right? <laughs> yeah, he's he worships the devil. His hair's tall. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a Superman tattoo. Oh, oh, that's God. a classic yeah. sign. That's. A, <laughs> I can't even go. Up. Uh, but uh, Ooh, you have been drinking your milk, big boy. <laughs> That's the name of the first album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the only one band that apparently yeah, yeah. is a whole genre and scene. Yeah. Uh, first song is uh, Flintstones Vitamins Did You Well. Right. <laughs> and the whole audience is just one show, yeah. and it's like 14 of her mom friends yeah, from yeah. Their, her mops group or whatever. Yeah, just know? getting into it. Yeah, the book club's there. Uh, the Girl Scout leaders yeah. are there. Her uh, breastfeeding support group yeah. is there. Yeah, yeah. the lactation there. Yes. <laughs> um. But uh, anyway, yeah, so um, we, you know, doubling back to the 1936 crash in the Black Forest in Vagelsburg Castle. Um, so Michael Denon comes on, because basically the whole point is that he, it's believed that the Nazis brought this craft in to reverse engineer the technology. It's kind of the fucking new Transformers movie uh, theory where instead of uh, Transformers, it was aliens, but I guess right. they were aliens too. Yeah. But um, anyway. Michael Denon, who hasn't been on for a while, but he's just like that normal UCI physicist. He 
he comes out of this entire series, at least so far, like, you know, fucking eight years later, mm-hmm. just being a physicist. Like, he doesn't yeah. – he never goes into any speculation yeah. other other than educated, like, hypothetical speculation about a theorem or something like that. It's never like, they could have done this. But, like, so here he just comes on and he's like, you know, it wouldn't actually – be that hard to reverse engineer this stuff as long as the you know this it's based in our kind of in silicon based electronics so like as long as the alien tech you know the proposed alien tech wasn't something else entirely Mm -hmm. we could totally understand how it could work together right um and uh because most of our of our tech and chips are all silicon based that's why it's silicon valley and all that stuff so um but um so then we get it goes to uh, German scientist Victor Schauberger, um, and uh, now that's that's a, a solid burger. burger. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Schau does mean dirty in German. Yeah. Shout so. out to my dirty burger. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, he he was experimenting with like uh, anti gravity tech, and he was kind of at least the first well Welsh, not Welsh, but well known uh, German scientist. Like, and they don't. I can't remember in the episode if they say Nazi scientist or not, or just a German scientist, but mm-hmm. he was developing for the Nazis. So, yeah. um, but he was, he was dabbling in anti-gravity technology. Um, and, uh, he used animals and like, you know, birds and fish, uh, to like, how the fuck does, you know, how does a trout sit in, this is his grandson comes on cause he's speaking for him and he, mm-hmm. he seems to run like a little museum or right, something right. for ode him. to him. And, um, but, uh, oh, I run an ode to my grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> it is quite nice. Yeah, it's a developing song that uh, yeah. just every year we put five new pe- words in there, <laughs> yeah. the lyrics, and I curate that. And, uh, but and that's anyway. my job. People yeah. pay me for that. And I'm planning on killing myself yeah. next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, he was he's like my grandfather. He looked at the trout and he said, how does the trout stand against this raging river in one spot? And, and he says, how does the bird stand against these powerful air currents in the sky? And so it's, he's saying basically – that his grandfather figured out it wasn't that the animal, the biological thing, was uh, somehow manipulating the forces of er, of the world. It was they were adapted to a force and using that force's energy to move it. So or not move it or whatever too. So right, exist within it. Right. So the fish is swimming. It's yeah. just adjusting to swim in one spot. You right. know, um, like being on. A treadmill or on a an escalator, and you're mm-hmm. like when you're kids or yesterday, you're walking down an escalator, and you just you're just just the right pace that you're walking in place. Yeah. It's the exact same. I love freaking people out the mall like oh, that. Yeah. Just kids start just like floating here. Yeah, kids start crying because they're just like they're like, no, he's a fucking yeah. voodoo priest. Ah! Yeah, it's and usually they... because I'm nude. Yeah, and very <laughs> erect. And have a pistol to my head while doing right. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my brother-in-law, actually, similar to that, oh, uh, yeah. uh, he said that uh, he's a he's a history guy, and he said that um, there was like accounts of during some war in the past that like the ancient French people, the Gauls, they would like be they'd show up to battle completely naked and erect mm. from all the adrenaline, and it would just like fuck with the heads of their <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, so yeah, it's nice, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like the Germans no, with the uh, the pan- no Panzer no. What was the the Blitzkrieg where they were yes. just shocking them a right. bit? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you know, yeah, Victor. Uh, we oh, Victor. Sorry, uh, that's the scientist guy. But then we get our first of many Childress China in this episode, uh, and he's like Victor Schauberger. He developed a kind of vortex engine, an artificial tornado, as it were, where. Vortex activity and gyroscopic activity could be harnessed. (laughs) 
like a hornet's nest. Hornet. No. Hornest. <laughs> like with Horniest. water or mercury. And it just cuts off there. I, yeah, I think obsessed I, with mercury. Yeah. <laughs> and I think like again, like we I think did we say this before we started recording that like Childress gets like there's you can obviously Hard. tell yeah. <laughs> very quickly. I'm trying to intimidate my yeah. enemies with my erect. I've got a whirlwind around my penis <laughs> and just the tip, and then that pulls it forward into these open holes. <laughs> and I don't a even know vortex. Yeah, <laughs> there's uh, a blockage that doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> it's a that's a butt, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> it's for exit only. Yeah. <laughs> What well, kind of madness right. is this? <laughs> a portal that goes one way? In my mind, you'd have to put your pee-pee in there. Yeah. <laughs> you must be able yeah. to fight through that blockage. <laughs> He's just punching yeah. a big butthole. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, it is funny because you can tell, like, as you're watching these episodes, especially not one after the other, but in, in sequence here, that, like, there was one day of shooting probably eight months or a year before another yeah. day of shooting with the same person. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have this, the blue background shoulders with the short cropped hair. Yeah, the hair's, like, de- I mean, <laughs> yeah. the shirt changing is fine, yeah, but yeah. length and, and styling of hair is a dead right. giveaway. length and hair girth. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, uh, and then you have the kind of green, yellow, sunny background with the longer hair. And as the series goes on, there's more, but, like... At least at this point, it's really just these two, and the the more stately, longer haired Childress is much more. He's he seems more nervous to like admit certain things. Like mm-hmm. I say it later because he has these things where he like trails off at the end, and he's kind of holding his hands all like like Anxiously, um, uh, yin yeah. yang around each right. other, and he's like, yeah, his hands are moving, and he's like, and that's when you get, you get the little like uh, the little yeah. stutters that oh, he does. He was and getting worked off. up in this. Oh yeah, he, he throws <laughs> young out. young Childress was, yeah, but yeah. future Childress, the dark time. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he 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 like it makes me wonder if those were notes or he saw himself on TV and was like, oh shit, you know what or, I mean? Or like, he's just like super psyched, right? Well, yeah. and that but that's what I'm but saying. Not, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's saying similarly gnarly stuff a little a little right, bit right, later on, down, yeah. but I don't really think we ever see the. Some of the quotes we'll get to later where he's just like whoa, like yeah, going yeah. crazy, or like last time where he's like. Why would they live down there? Yeah. It's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> Real spooky, <Yeah>. like. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's it's it, and and uh, while I'm thinking about it, because it's this could fit in anywhere. This is a Sukalos free episode. Oh yeah, completely, hundred percent Sukalos free. And I like, and I was wondering, I will if, not talk about. Uh, yes, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I am Brazilian. Yeah. Again. But yeah, like I, I do it, it. It makes me wonder if he simply this isn't his area of expertise. Mm-hmm. But he's on every other fucking episode of the, sh- of is, the he, series. He is the show, yeah, like, like the like, face of the show. Yeah, like you, you couldn't have him on, even to say something like Linda House had like, yeah. oh, this guy was crazy yeah. or whatever it was. Hitler like was a mean person. Right. Yeah, like just something non whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. Or it, it, to me, and again, maybe it's the conspiracy theorist in us about this show about a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, yeah, for, to hit, to not have him on at all, like reeks of you know, I don't Something want to weird, give yeah. that bastard yeah, like, yeah. any credit or whatever. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But um, or maybe he is a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Um. Oh, who's that at the door right now? <laughs> That was a weird black helicopter up there. What? Uh, no. Oh, yeah, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, <laughs> it was okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, I'm um, here, Karnak. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, he's, he's just over a house <laughs> quoting himself on a show, an episode from eight yeah. years ago. You guys want to come in? Uh, <laughs> now, there is a fucking... So, David Childress has something called the World Explorers Club. Uh-oh. And oh, is this like an old-timey club where they just go on adventures and yeah. then Spons, come back uh, and... Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Talk about their adventures. Sorry, they, not to cut you off. They literally, it's kind of a, once again, it's kind of a rich kids thing where yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. oh, let's all just go to a period. But I think he has hookups like to get into places or whatever. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know. There's one of the. <laughs> I've done secrets. Okay. <laughs> Favors. I've done secrets. For <laughs> these people. Yeah. I just like, I don't know. Again, it's, I, I hope this. <laughs> Maybe someday this will end up like you the really other, want to just hang no, out with the other podcast. <laughs> you talking you two to me, and <laughs> don't talk up, about your fantasies. And then here, we end please. up on the show. Now, yeah, <laughs> the show turns yeah. in on itself, and the critics are on the show. Yeah, yeah. like us. But uh, um, I don't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I, it's just because of my my curiosity to really see how these guys are in real life or just chatting with them. Yeah. I don't think it's far off. And that's what I was going to say, yeah. Mike, because I think that my, <laughs> my curiosity will simply be satisfied by going, Oh, they're exactly the same or they're gnarlier. Like, right. Right. You have, you yeah. know, at the end of a day of exploration, you have some fucking drinks. <laughs> Everyone gets a little loose and you start hearing yeah. some massage insane yeah. shit. <laughs> massage. Pro- <laughs> oh, you start hearing <laughs> yeah. some massage pro talk, yeah. you know? Yeah. I've, everyone's been there. Oh yeah. When you're just with your guy, your guy friends, you know, you're, your guy pal's there, and you're getting your dicks cranked off, and you're just like, oh, you know, so how's little Jimmy? Uh, it starts off going to a <laughs> Japanese restaurant, <laughs> and then it's, oh, this is an Asian center. Right. And then you end up, <laughs> yeah, let's just go get a foot rub. Boom. Next thing you know, you're in an Uber getting jerked off yeah. at the next uh, Imperial Palace. You must find your Asian yeah. center. <laughs> yes, it's on Brookhurst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Mighty Vegas. <laughs> but so... Uh, anyway, Jörg Schauberger, who's the grandson, he's showing off this like disc, like kind of domey metal thing, um, and it's the, re- the re- repulsion engine design that his grandfather designed. And basically, instead of pushing a machine, you let the air in front of it. You change the air in front of it so it pulls it through. Right, right. So there's less resistance. Like you're literally like deleting resistance, so you're pulled through, like creating a vacuum or yeah. something, um, which is pretty interesting. It but seems like jet propulsion to me almost but it's, but it's just like anti. backwards yeah, yeah it's, it's like it's, it's reverse different yeah. and, and and so yeah it's, it's really interesting but uh and the little the little mock-ups they have are <laughs> kind of cute where it's just like this like plane like yeah yeah just riding the ass of a vortex right do you know how much energy you would need to take to like get right. a tornado going basically and keep it stable in front of you and exactly. then ride that back some of right. these old technology are like god it's just so right com- i mean i guess some of the stuff we do do now is complicated yeah. but that just seems like you think you'd be overly like, you think it'd be sucking in all sorts of stuff but right. at the same time jet engines have a an entrance and an that's what i'm saying too, they suck so air and push it out isn't that's, that the, how that's the definition work. of a turbine right is that it like sucks air in and pushes well forward, they do it correct. on boats and planes right. so water and air yeah yeah but, but it literally sucks in and then propulsion you right. out where this is like you're just riding it's just and weird. they throw them frozen turkeys in there yeah thanksgiving yeah. yeah it's nice um but uh but yeah so um and then there's a guy that comes on a couple times. I'm not going to mention him because he's never on the show again. He's he's kind of a one-off expert, but he <laughs> I wrote it down because he says the sentence, the Germans were at the time the greatest Oriental scholars in the world. 
<laughs> and, crazy. and I get it. Like, like How we're so like, yeah. well, because Oriental, it is for th- objects. Like, it's, but it's so it's, it's become yeah. so synonymous with like the N word for Asian people. Well, it's, you know, that, you can say you know, Oriental rugs, right? And things. But it's even then, people. But I, how many times have you said that and people go? Oh, you can't say Oriental. Like, no, it's, no, it's, I've never heard for rugs personally. But oh, really? It's, yeah. yeah, it's anytime referring to people, you mm. just can't because they're I, not. And I don't really see it in stores anymore, even for stuff that is like. And they usually just say Asian, or they just say the country it's from. Like, this is a right. Japanese rug or yeah. whatever. But uh, anyway, yeah. But that is interesting because they lit the Germans at the time, um, and he was kind of saying before even Nazis, but they were studying old Hindu texts that we've talked about a billion times already, like the Bhagavad Gita, where they talk about the Vimanas and the great wars between the gods, you know, which they think are aliens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and they literally translated all these old Hindu texts into German, which is yeah. pretty interesting. But uh, we get yet another children's chime in here. Um, and we're familiar with the ideas of Vimana. And so by combining that, with this vortex technology, and he's doing all these fucking yeah. hand movements on this Aggressive, episode. Yeah, making a whirlwind. <laughs> and allegedly this crash disc. Like he <laughs> goes all fucking high and weird from 1936 in the Black Forest. They then came up with the their designs for their flying saucers. Like it's, yeah. it's like, it's insane. And again, it's all the short haired. And when we look at that video we always go back to as like our bible where it's the some kind of sky video mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, youtube mm-hmm. it's a four and a half minute super cut of like yeah, most yeah, of yeah. the children's lines most of the crazy ones where he's all charged up are that mm-hmm. short-haired children so i think right, it's right. really that early you know just high energy yeah. yeah um but uh anyway then this flying craft the the one that apparently the germans made like they mm-hmm. made a fly a ufo basically in that di- classic disc shape and again like we were saying earlier, the idea of what UFOs look like come from World War II, like pre-World War II history, right. which then come from Hindu Vimana history. Yeah, yeah. You know? so, um, and we get this classic children's chime in, which I can't do justice, but Steve's going to play the clip here. Uh, it's about 1030. Me, uh, oh, not prepared me, once again. Well, I didn't know we were <laughs> jumping right in on it. Oh. I, I thought it was further down. I yeah. forgot. Um, but yeah, it's... The, the the Germans called this the, the honey bow, basically. And that's the way it's spelled. It's like H-O-N-I-B-A-U. And it's there. It's the one they supposedly made and could fly. Early prototypes had a diameter of 25 meters and were manned by a crew of eight. The honey bow was a classic flying saucer design with a dome and windows on the top <laughs> with one large dome underneath. <laughs> And that's it. Now, I know what a dome is, but what's an a dome? <laughs> is that a different shape dome? A dome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got an A-type curvature. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was like just <laughs> the fact that, I mean, it's honey bow anyway, which some German words are just goofy and funny sounding to us. But like children's just, <laughs> it's like some mom like was like, oh, let's call this uh, my little honey boo here. <laughs> and it's this fucking insane German war machine flying device yeah. you know um and then that, that one of that same guy that came out a little earlier he was like he comes on he's like they used electrons and positrons to like but i'm like okay but supposedly they did but it, again there were no flight tests there were no uh film you know yeah. reels ever recovered of it actually working mm-hmm. they show a really grainy picture 
but I, they don't even say if that's the honey boo. Right. It might be a little slight and for how much there. German video of other things there were, it's right. like how were they not videoing this? And, and with all of the – with the whole Project Paperclip thing we'll talk about later, which was when we when the U.S. wins the war, they, they do uh, – Take everything. Initiate Project Paperclip, yeah, and they take all the scientists, uh, or at least most of them that were still alive, they – uh, immunize them from their war crimes and say, hey, come work in our industry and tech fields and, and bring all the shit and yeah. all your research. You would have thought, especially because there were whole crews of U.S. soldiers going around and collecting fucking everything the Nazis were doing at every known base, secret mm-hmm. or otherwise, or whatever, too. So that part doesn't add up. Or I, I wish you would have thought there was a fucking... Something. Some video of it, you know. But uh, we move on to the next segment, which is all about some people's favorite symbol... <laughs> The swastika. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it goes into, if you don't know, the, the, the swastika is not, you know, the, the Nazis is just the latest use of the swastika. It's this weird pan-world, pan-culture symbol. Yeah, and, it's definitely big in Korea going a different way. Right. There's like, in, there's ancient in Egypt. Na- there yeah. is in Native in, America. Right? In Native America, in uh, the Hindu religion, in the, in the ancient, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Indian world, like, it's all over the place and over, you know, with thousands of years gaps between these cultures and places, you know. So, and everyone knows what it fucking looks like. And yeah, so, yeah. Well, and it's, um, yeah, how, how it's angled, what direction right. it's going. There's, like, different kind of variants. Right. Um, and, uh, but, yeah, so for Hitler, this symbolized the Aryan race's, like, power and struggle for victory. Um, and we go a little deeper into this here. So some ancient Sanskrit texts will state that the, uh, the swastika is connected to the Hindu god Brahma, who is an extraterrestrial being. This is said by Bill Burns, who's like loudmouth Leahy on the show, but he never gets yeah. like funny enough or interesting enough for me to imitate him. He's yeah. not really worth it this time, Ooh, but uh, you're not worth it, Bill. You're not worth my time. But um, he, uh, he says this and it's like, this kind of reeks of like, are you, is he just speaking to the audience in the vernacular they've introduced for almost, you know, for two and a half or a season and a half now right. by saying, you know, Brahma, an extraterrestrial being, which, Yes, you could say all gods don't live on Earth, so they're yeah, extraterrestrial yeah. in a literal sense, you know. But it reeks a little too much of that, like, hey, come on, we're all watching the show now. Like, let's yeah. just start referring. And it's like, like as if he's already converted the viewer yeah. kind of thing, you know. Instead of, again, just saying, which, again, this doesn't happen very much. Like, they constantly are, like, explaining Going what they mean and yeah. all that stuff, too. But um, just want to just be aware of those this little things. This Netflix, okay? Right. People are not <laughs> binging just ep to ep right. going hard, okay? Because that was a big thing with Netflix taking over shows is they're like, oh, you don't have to do the classic TV where you are coming back from a commercial break right. and, like, re-explaining something. Exactly. Starting another episode, re-explaining something. Right. Like, a little more that's something that Netflix took over, but this is not that. So. Exactly, yeah. Especially um, with just all this kind of knowledge and experiences right. and all these crazy things. Because, again, happen. people yeah. could – and, you, you know, to their credit, they usually do a good job of explaining – because, like – most of the series content as it goes on is repeated things with slightly different variations on right. how they present it or how they connect it to another piece of evidence or something. Yeah. So a um, lot of repetition as time goes on. But um, excuse me. He also goes on to say that, you know, it was said that the this symbol was a magic symbol and could provide people with ultimate power and become supreme. And I, I only said no imitations. I know I went back. <laughs> like but uh that was the only part because he gets a little animated there, but he he, it's interesting because, you know, for Hitler who is like the ultimate racist, like, um, to use the symbol from a uh, what he would consider a lesser race, like it's really that's such a weird thing and why he's such an interesting historical figure, 
and why you might start to agree. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, no, like why he's so interesting because he's like he's just he's so obsessed with this one thing, and yet yeah. he's such a fucking weirdo. Like he's such a quirky. And again, like they didn't talk about in this episode; he doesn't really have to do anything. But like you can go into like old Nazi laws about mm-hmm. like what is considered an Aryan man or Aryan right, woman, right, right. and it's like they have like. Four different, or someone can correct me, like little subtypes where it's like, because Hitler himself is a fucking brown-eyed, brown-haired dude. Right. And for somehow, he gets, and of course, he's the one that fucking like basically wrote it. And he's like, or or, or dictated it or something. Oh, he's just like, there's still a pretty good subtype of the Aryan race. It's just a little offshoot. It's okay Mm -hmm. if you're, you know, oh, but if you're from here, you know, you can be a brunette if you're German. But if you're a brunette somewhere else, that's a sign you might be uh, subhuman, you know, or whatever. So. It's just all like, all the little quirks and manipulations of a true sociopath who is literally ex- who literally exists in the world for his own gain, and that's it. You know, um, the mind of a serial killer, basically. Yeah. But um, anyway, um, the Vril Society is what we moved on to next. So this was interesting because I actually didn't realize this at all. Uh, but um, this society was basically his right hand ma- hand men, which were. Uh, Heinrich Himmler, Hermann Göring, and uh, I can't remember his first name, but Borland, who was like the head of the Nazi party. It's like his top fucking guys in the SS. And they kind of introduced this this concept that like maybe Hitler, not that he was a pawn of theirs, but that like they kind of uh, nudged him in this way mm-hmm. and like and introduced him. And when you think about like Hitler was some just failed artist kid, you can totally start to see as smart and sociopathic as he is like – if there's even an ounce of truth and he's somehow gotten up to the ranks and having almost unlimited money from this government right, right. to fucking play like with it, like, yeah, a, like, like the world is a, his country's a board game to him, um, you know, and they're showing him. And again, there's no way to fucking really corroborate or not corroborate this shit back then. There's no Internet. There's no way to fact check other than like saying, try Let's go there and try it out and see if it's real yeah, or yeah, not, yeah. you know. So um, but anyway. The Vril um, Society, they came, the name came from a 19th century book called The Coming Race. <laughs> um, now, I've been a part of coming races before, yeah. but it's not a racial thing. It's no, just a, it's a, a sexual thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of it, like that soggy waffle. Yeah, come on, come on the cookie, soggy biscuit, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Last one to finish. You're lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. The cum covered pastry is lunchtime. Yeah, yeah. for you, it's lunchtime <laughs> yeah. now. Sorry. You're lunchtime. <laughs> if you're last to come, the other dudes will eat you. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't um, end well. Yeah, but um, yeah, for those that don't know, come on the cookie, soggy biscuit, soggy waffle, is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, you're with a bunch of other men. It's a pseudo circle jerk. Yeah, you're masturbating, you're aiming for this cookie, and whoever's the last one to ejaculate has to eat the cookie that yeah. all the other men have uh, inseminated. So. Have, uh, ejaculated on (laughs) um but uh yeah so we're in a league um but uh we make sure that it's all everyone's aids tested and stuff first four times day champ and champ by meaning i haven't eaten the cream in quite a while did you say the four times a day champ no four (laughs) four times day champ i'm like who you're you're a bigger athlete a better athlete than me (laughs) got a lot of stam oh yeah got a lot of built up yeah a lot of love you know sometimes there's people who are sandbagging and they they hold back yeah you know, Bilbo sandbagging. Yeah, they go uh, tantric on us. Oh yeah, because they just want that cookie. Yep, and it's and that's fine. <laughs> and their their balls are it's so dense in there that it is yeah. like sand semen in there. Yeah. You know? um, but uh, anyway, so <laughs> this is like the core of the Aryan race theory. So I actually was 
after watching this episode, I was like, oh, I was kind of wrong because they, uh, uh, I've always, like, because of this show, I must have been conflating some things, but I was like, oh, the Anunnaki in the Sumerian religion were the ones that hybridized humans, and that was what the Aryans, but I was wrong about that. So, um, it was, it was directly from this book, The Coming Race. Mm So, Mm -hmm. um, they also believed that, um, this master race that the book talks about of these vril people um, would uh, they could also utilize this vril energy, this vril power, um, and uh, it, that would help them bring about their ascension. So yeah. um, they believe that the the vril you know the race was from um, the Aldebaran Aldebaran <laughs> solar system. Um, oh, Alderaan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, an Alderaan. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Ben Kenobi. From Obi-Wan to Alderaan. Yeah. uh, To Solo Han. (laughs) Um, But, but yeah, the Aldebaran solar system uh, was the Aryan race's origin. They came to Earth in a distant path. So this was basically, you could argue, like you were saying earlier, a big chunk of ancient astronaut theory comes from this, from the coming race, which it's not nearly the only source but it is one of those. We've said it yeah. multiple times where a lot of these ancient astronauts just get criticized from having their biggest sources be Victorian era, like Next 19th sketchy, century yeah. xenophobic racist text. You know, yeah, so yeah. what's his face um, that wrote Call of Cthulhu, uh, Lovecraft? He was a huge xenophobic racist guy, and Cthulhu represented the races outside of mm. Western Europe and America, like the, you know, mm-hmm. your classic Western races, the coming hordes from the ocean, the great unknown um, set of ideas and people and hideous, you know, appearances, yeah, things we can't yeah. understand. Like the, it's like that's what all his monsters and all his eldritch stuff really represents, you mm. know. And obviously, people have moved beyond that, and uh, yeah. people are obsessed with fucking Lovecraft, but because uh, he kind of was the first horror writer, I yeah, guess, yeah, yeah. but um, or genre horror writer. But uh, anyway. Same. He was from the same, you know, era too. You know, so um, as as uh, you know, sea travel became quicker and whatever, and immigration became a thing as the industrial revolution happened. You get you get much more of our racial mixing in societies, and then obviously the pushback to the acceptance of that too. Yeah. So, and that was reflected in a lot of the literature. But we don't talk about that very much in high school literature. <laughs> 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 um, but um, anyway, uh, <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, the we move on to the continued search again. Like it, it introduces the Vril group because they kind of, um, they're because they're his top guys. Like they're kind of helping Hitler run the show. Yeah. Or arguably, I don't know if there's been books or, or stuff written about this, but the idea that he was a little more pawn like than we were led to believe. But I don't know. So, uh, but anyway, they were fucking these fucking guys were like the Vril Society was looking after, looking for the Holy Grail and yeah. the Ark of the Covenant and all these other ancient biblical or other religious like you know all text. the knights templar shit right and so and I'm, and and of course in my head i'm like that's two fucking indiana jones movies right there yeah. so like Boom. again indiana jones everyone's seen those fucking movies you could argue is also ancient astronaut theory kind of shit too well and then that's why crystal skull has an alien right skull. like yeah everything supernatural or alien so when people freaked out over crystal skull like yeah. i think it was shitty for other reasons yeah it was just but, a shitty but, movie yeah. But yeah but they're like oh an alien like you know it's aliens right. i'm like yeah but yeah. haven't you seen the rest of these fucking right. indianapolis jones movies right. like <laughs> um little trailer park boys there. yeah um <laughs> 
No, they're they're all these like crazy supernatural, but right. just because it's not Bible right. or fucking crazy, it's right. like and do, and, do and I not... totally I totally understand. I remember George Lucas and Spielberg talking about this. He's like, so now Indiana Jones is older. It's in the fi- it's dead center in the fifties. Everyone was obsessed with UFO culture yeah. in the fifties, and we mm-hmm. talked about on this show like post World War II happens because of Operation Paperclip and all this yeah, all this all shit this getting new released. Technology, yeah, yeah and, and releasing like all the you know the Nazis were developing spaceships and blah, 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 right, like right, all this right. bullshit, and so the world became obsessed with your classic UFO stuff and so uh, UFO you know stereotypes that we have today, and so it made perfect sense that Indiana Jones would go on this adventure about aliens too, like yeah. You know, he's just well, he, he finds magic stones in India, right. not yeah. Christian based. Right. He do, yeah goes on Ark of the Covenant right. and then Holy Grail. All these things like yeah, they all conflict with each other right. and what's real. So it's all has to be more supernatural and exactly. space or alien or whatever. Right. So the yeah. skull part didn't bother me, but I knew a lot of people oh yeah like, like fucking aliens. Yeah, like, that's yeah, that's right. not why you're totally right. Yeah. That's not why I did not like the movie. It was just a sad parody of an Indiana Jones yeah, movie. Yeah. But the MacGuffin, which was the crystal skull. That would that would have been fucking cool. I didn't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like him finding an ancient library, which Childress comes on, you know, talks about yeah. later with ancient, uh, ancient advanced alien technology and all that stuff. And yeah. and you know, it was dumb that like at the end it was like, oh, knowledge was the treasure you were looking for. Right, so right, right. This is what we found was the library, like whatever. Yeah. But um, but anyway, um, so yeah, we get. Um, uh, our, this is like our fifth fucking Childress chime in here, but uh, you know, he's like. It's, this is very contradictory what he says. I know what he's saying, but he just says it in a really hype, hypocritical way. He's like, when the Indiana Jones movies are, are talking about Nazis trying to find the Spear of Destiny or the Ark mm. of the Covenant, like he like lists these things off like a little like yeah, charge yeah, up yeah, kid yeah. or, or ancient libraries built by the aliens, while these movies are fiction, they're they're very real. much based on yeah. truth. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Dave, you know, like, I get what he's saying. Like, they're based in, but like, again, even in Indiana Jones, I think the Last Crusade starts off with Professor Jones teaching a class, and he says, he's like, it's like first day of school, and he's like, you know, archaeology is is about the search for fact, not truth. If you want truth, go down to Professor whoever's philosophy class, you know. Um, But yeah, no. But you know that Childers means fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, he, and. Ch- Childress is obviously obsessed with Indiana Jones, right. so he's like supercharged <laughs> yeah. up. He gets hey, to bring it up. Modern day pers- Indiana Jones, yeah, prescribed, no, self- proclaimed, yeah, self-proclaimed modern day Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's all I was thinking as I was watching him yeah. talk about this. Oh yeah, um, but uh, anyway, so and then for those that don't know, like we've talked about these before, they go a little more in the Ark of the Covenant in this episode, yeah, which was you know. Considered a, possibly a radioactive nuclear weapon of some mm-hmm. kind um, in in the last or in the, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, which is about finding the Nazis. You know the war to find um, the race to find the Ark of the Covenant. Yep. They they call it a a radio um, transmission to God or something. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, but you can look in or listen to our other other episodes or watch other episodes of Ancient Aliens earlier than this where you're like, yep. oh yeah, people had radiation sickness when coming into contact with the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Like there was something nuclear. In there, but um, because supposedly it was touch, it was the two commandment, the two tablets that have the ten commandments in there, right. touched by the finger of God, which irradiated with this Crazy, insane energy, yeah. you know. So, um, but uh, the spear of destiny was the spear that was stabbed into Christ's side, and then mm-hmm. they collected his blood with the Holy Grail. So those are right. two very, things, yeah. uh, you know, big um, artifacts in, in uh, Christianity. And um, at the Last Crusade, you know, the third yeah, yeah. movie is about that. Um, but anyway, 
Um, we go to back to Vagelborg Castle here, and Heinrich Himmler's running the show um, here with, and he's he's bringing in these fucking psychic women, like this group of mm-hmm. long-haired psychic women. Like this is the really weird occult shit. Like who apparently could talk to the adult, you know, the Aryans, the Adelborian fucking yeah. solar system extraterrestrials. They grew their hair long because it was an antenna for the real energy. <laughs> like it helped them tap in, and it showed pictures of them. Yeah. It's like down to the Huge fucking bush. floor. Um, can't imagine how that hair smelled back at the time, yeah. but, um, uh, oh, we have the best shampoos and best. conditioners. Here. Yeah. Dreadlocks. That's why <laughs> dreads are huge in Germany and that Rasta culture. Oh and, God. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking and hate thick. that. And you know, what's funny. It's like whenever I see a, a white girl with dreads now, I assume she's German first and it's become this like <laughs> stereotype. Like, yeah, I don't know yeah, why, yeah. but they're just yeah. obsessed with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's that rave culture kind of shit too. Yeah, like just the party EDM culture. Like, like, even in like metal bands have <laughs> yeah. it and like. Yeah, I mean, and, I guess Vikings had dreadlocks yeah, too. Yeah, and I just didn't, go, I didn't realize yeah. that I started had auto that, my own yeah. stereotype. <laughs> but uh, um, but anyway, so we uh, they, they were they they were brought in. Apparently, they could they could they were all women. They were called the uh, the Vrilligan, mm. <laughs> um, and uh, so they were real women and um, <laughs> not fake women. Yeah, these are real women. <laughs> they they apparently were the ones that inspired um, or or tapped in and, and had the you know the conversations or communications saying uh hey here's how you can tap into our mm-hmm. technology blah 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 here's how you can reverse engineer stuff um and they are apparently what inspired the fucking nazi scientists mm. to do all of their mad scientist shit which is right. another interesting part of this puzzle i've never you know known before but uh but it's it's interesting too because regardless if you even taking away all the the et stuff there are plenty of times in history now where just for whatever reason, having that out-of-the-box way of thinking about something, yep. as opposed to like, oh, this is this, and we have to follow this, these empirical steps mm-hmm. to get to the next step, then you get, you have guys like Steve Jobs and Albert Einstein and all these yeah. people that people would call a little bit kooky or a little eccentric, you know, yep. but they're the ones that push things forward. And we kind of made that point last time where it's, or time before. I'm like, I love the guys on the show because – doesn't mean they're. I think they're right all the time, but their level of quirkiness keeps the people that are strictly empirical and scientific about things mm-hmm. on their toes a bit. And the scientists go, "Well, no, they don't, because they're fucking wrong." And I'm like, "Okay, but like, it's you know, it, it, again, well, a lot the, of the weirdest technology we have is by weird people that are yeah. like, I fucking think like this. They're, yeah, they're yeah. artists in their own right, right too, right, you know." Right. Um, yeah, no. The, I was just gonna say the best way to to prove you're an expert on something is to be able to explain it to someone who has no idea right. what you're talking about. So like these guys are like being the, weirdos, the soggy and waffle thing. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> I am an expert. Yeah, uh, but um, no, like it forces these scientists to continue to not just say, "Well, just because." It's like, no, right. okay, you have this other counterpoint. Let's dive deeper. Right. And now this is why it is or isn't. You know? Right. Because I mean, whether whether these women, you could argue, they were all fucking. Crazy charlatans and whatever, which I don't really know if that's the case. I don't know what you'd have to gain, except for maybe having a place to not die in the Nazi, having a place to right, power right. the Nazi party. But um, they were these were occultist women. They were occultist people, and they are already thinking outside the box. And 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 they got that box right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's I don't know. Take even if you think of how insane people think, there it's almost like. Certain types of insanity anywhere, like you think your average homeless guy on the street. Right. It's almost like he's talking as if he's having he's living a dream where it's a stream of consciousness of just all of these things. Like yeah. we all have that in us a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm, and so it's mm-hmm. like if you can tap into that, maybe you really can think outside the con- the normal construct right. of your synapses and the way you're thinking about stuff. Right. You know? right. So because um, we wake up from dreams 
feeling like they're so separate from ourselves. And we're like, why would I fucking think of a fucking three-eyed monster that looks yeah, like yeah. my dad and this and like whatever like you know it's it's so anyway um and because we didn't especially have any neuroscience as as hardcore now to explain it back then some of these people just had maybe a controlled craziness yeah. i don't know you know but um it's still just insane in the this is fucking mind-blowing that so much of nazis resources were put towards occult and alien techno- technological yep, technological yep, yep. research you know that's it's like i want to say it's cool but it's just like it's like yeah when you have unfettered um uh, an unfettered like idea that everyone mm-hmm. else agrees with you or dies kind of like the ancient pyramids and, yeah. and the slaves that built them and all that stuff you can do a lot like you can accomplish a lot like when, when one person sets their mind to it and makes an entire country set their mind to it too could do a lot of fucking shit like yeah, yeah. that's a perfect example i couldn't realize that of like nazis a great or uh, hitler's a great modern example of what a country can do with a dictatorial singular mindset a singular mm-hmm. ruler telling it what to do and how it's a reflection of that one person's mind you yeah. know um and it's just yeah it's it's crazy the amount of shit that can be accomplished but anyway um so this segment kind of ends on um one of the nazi rock rocket program guys actually being quoted in the paper which I don't know if this was a Nazi newspaper. I don't know if this was Operation Paperclip later to Americans. But this guy, Herman Oberth, says we were helped by people from other worlds. You know, right. whether he knew that or he just bought into the um, Vril, Vril again, like the Vril women group thing right, that right. they were communicating. You know, because, hey, as a scientist, if you're getting some weird intel and, and he's like, oh, holy shit, it fucking yeah. works. Like, yeah. And he's like, this must be true. Like, it's, right, right, it's, you know, That's evidence. It's a very scientific method. Shit. Like, I guess we're getting help, you know, so I don't know. You can take Well, his... then you got to dive deeper as to, like, right. all the coincidence or not or right. all that shit. Exactly. But, yeah. So, um, but, because, uh, again, I, I say it later, but, like, all, all of these things of, like, oh, well, how could they have discovered it and nobody else did? You could say that about any invention ever yeah. with anyone. Oh, Steve Jobs invented the iPhone? Well, how did he know? Why didn't Wozniak invent it? Or why didn't, yeah, yeah. Why didn't fucking Bill Gates invent it? And it's like right place, right time, and some luck and some Well, they all come and... to similar things, just right. not that exact one. Again, how many times, uh, especially in the 90s, did we have two or more movies coming out every year that were almost identical right, right, right. by different people and production yeah. staff. So um, the next segment focuses or, on... Let's take a quick... Oh, you got a poopy? No. Poopy pee <laughs> Okay. Actually, got to get a drink of water. Oh, okay. Uh, let's just take a quick break. You guys won't feel it, though. Yeah. Hey. And we're back. Yeah. Um, yeah. The next segment is all about the bomb, baby. That sandwich was the bomb. Uh, that... Sushi roll was the bomb. The bomb roll. Uh, yes, more bomb. <laughs> right. That that nuclear weapon was the bomb. Was the shit. Yeah. Um, and but yeah. I took a big shit. I didn't right <laughs> Sorry. Nobody think I shit. Okay. He took a liquid yellow shit out of his penis. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah. So we talk about um, we talk about uh, in 1938. Uh, Hahn and Straussman are the two German scientists that discover nuclear fission so splitting the atom Mm -hmm. this is when it happens so they have kind of a secret like symposium telling the nazi leadership you know the political leadership at the time uh that they found this shit this is when einstein writes his famous letter to Mm -hmm. um roosevelt saying this is fucking super dangerous you can annihilate all life on the planet with this power 
you guys got to be careful or we need to match this, you know, right, we, we right. need to start this arms race. So, um, you know, and the, and the, the show is asking like, but how did the Germans make this before anyone yeah, else, yeah. you know? Um, but, uh, and like I said, you can ask this of any discovery ever anywhere. So, um, well, and when the Germans had like free reign, infinite money, right. no limitations on what they could experiment or right. explore. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the weirder you got, the probably more you were rewarded. Yes. Then it's going to drive some crazy right. shit. It's like, it's like being in a casino and, you're playing poker and every – or just playing poker, I guess. And every every one of those factual things, those advantages, is like letting you see one of the one card in your opponent's deck. And you can just keep seeing another one. And a, your odds of winning are going to be greater. It doesn't guarantee it. You know, there's still a relative amount of chance, but the chance gets – you know, the random chance gets less and less as you have advantages like that. So um, anyway, we go back to – uh, Sodom and Gomorrah and a, a bunch of other ancient cities. They just kind of uh, list off. And so um, Childress chimes in here um, and because uh, they, they go into how uh, nuclear... And we've talked about this on a previous episode, but how there might have been evidence for nuclear explosions and radiation death and radiation sickness yeah, in, the in ancient cities. So there's like, you know, ancient uh, Indian cities that have um, the desert around there. There is... Uh, what are they vitrification where the the silicon in sand mm-hmm. is heated so much, which we only know to happen with nuclear blasts. Yeah, at this point, it's heated so much that it's vitrified and becomes glass. Yeah. So, um, which could doesn't that happen around meteor hits though too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And meteor hits have a lot of fucking energy right, too, right. but um, and radiation and all that. Shit. Right, yeah. but yeah, you're absolutely right. And so. Um, but then these are that's and that's in those episodes. They're like, oh, but there's no crater here. It's just this. Right. Even though they'll say there's a blast zone or a blast site, I'm like, okay, I guess it's crater. Too. Yeah, it just but, depends yeah. how long, how right. big the crater is. Like right. if the crater is massive, you're not going to see the rim mm-hmm. for quite some time. Right, that big hole. Exactly. Um, <laughs> or or if it's an aggressive area, erosion happens pretty quick. Right. And you know, it, there's all sorts of things that you could. Yeah. You know, See or not see. It is super weird oh. that there's old, you know, skeletons buried and they look like they're just dead in the street. Um, and their their bones are, you know, deformed and weird and what and they have they have evidence of radiation sickness. So that's an interesting point. We haven't yeah. really figured out what caused that. Um, but Childress chimes in and he says, you know, they just found people lying dead in the streets. It's like some doom had just taken over these cities. Like a some doom? A doom. He's like some yeah. doom had taken over. Um, and it's showing it's showing images of, you know, these uh, fucking skeletons that are all fucked up and, and kind of <laughs> <laughs> This is doom taking over, baby. Time for everyone to go to night, night, sleep, sleep. Sounds more like Duke Nukem. <laughs> Hail to the king, baby. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, then he gets – I'm not even going to be able to do this justice because it's so fucking – I wrote it down as he wrote it, but he's like – he's like he's all charged up and he's like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, some theorists have uh, proposed that what happened at Sodom and Gomorrah was some kind of nuclear explosion with uh, Lot's wife being vaporized and mineralized. Like he's yeah, all fucking like – wife. Yeah. <laughs> he's all fucking charged up here. But it's going back to – if you haven't listened to the episodes before, don't know the story, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, you know, God – Sent angels down to fucking destroy the city in fire right. and all that stuff, and a huge explosions. And he said to Lot's family, who was the only family allowed to survive, he said, "Do not look back at the wreckage of the city." Um, and he doesn't say why, but his mm-hmm. wife looks back, disobeys God's command. She gets turned into a so, pillar of yeah. salt. And we've talked about before how that could have been 
just being mineralized or vaporized, turned into dust, like into a you know a yeah. pillar of dust that then fucking her literal weight in salt. Right. Um. But uh, anyway, so we um we go into oh we talk about the vitrification already and stuff. But uh, um, Childress chimes in again. <laughs> I was just getting tired from doing this, but uh, he goes, many of these Hindu gods are depicted as looking very different. Many are uh, described as having blue skin. Uh, that yeah. that very may very well be describing uh, extraterrestrials. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, and that's that's where it gets a little of the like, not racist yeah, thing, yeah. but just like the they were very different because of their skin color. You right, know? And it's right, like right. I get it. I get. These are <laughs> dead skin people. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so you know he's he's kind of just oh god, and then <laughs> I just I can't stop because I have these all highlighted now. It just keeps coming quick, but so. This is when I talked about the that that sentence there was the older Childress, like whatever, however many right, months right. older, long hair child, and he has that nervous pattern kind of forming about stuff, and he gets the you know uh, maybe extraterrestrials yeah. or something, you know, um, but uh, it almost seems like he went through some sort of trauma. <laughs> he's like <laughs> he just can't like Been abused, you yeah. know. But I mean, hey, I've seen like early, early versions of podcasts, like the earlier episodes and a hundred episodes later. There's usually a lot more. Go, you know, swinging for the fences, and so I'm sure yeah. we're gonna fucking be like that too. But like, um, even like improv humor people, they're always mm-hmm. like, yeah, when you're new to improv, you try to every line, you try to knock it out of the fucking park, right, right, as right. opposed to just consistently being funny, you know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but anyway, and <laughs> this goes back to charged up young Childress, and he's talking about the gin and the genies. And oh, he's yeah. like, what? it's fucking weird. He's like, in ancient India and the Middle East, we get all these stories of. Gin? Like he's like, yeah. like he has this like stop, and then he's like, these genies, they've got magic powers, magic lamps, flowing around the sky in magic carpets. Like he lists it so fast. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, slow down, Dave. I don't think the producer told you you got to freak out yeah. and like list all this shit off. You know? David, go! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got 10 seconds, go! And, and then you go, okay. genies, lamps, <laughs> scent, uh, <laughs> smoke, uh, vaporizing, uh, Robin Williams. My uh, wife! Yeah. My <laughs> wife is dead! Yeah. Uh, Oh God! Gonna fucking kill her, David. <laughs> List them now. <laughs> Unsolved mysteries oh, music yeah. star. If you've yeah. seen this man, please call our hotline. <laughs> um, and then we get another one of the. Uh, as if this justifies things, and I know he's just being a theorist, but he's just he does the uh, and and in my mind, these gin. Like he goes, gin. Like he's attacked like, by a gin on one know. of his trips. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking gin. Oh. Uh, are ancient aliens using advanced technology? You know, yeah, so yeah. it's it's just like it's just so fucking weird. The the liver like actually should have been one. Maybe we we picked up, but <laughs> we'll have to think about that later. But uh, but yeah, it's 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 not really. There's no real point to him coming on and being crazy like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just says, yeah. There's more ancient India people, Indian people flying around, and stuff. it's like okay, yeah. like it doesn't really have to do much with the nuclear stuff <laughs> thing <laughs> either, but. Um, in ancient India, we talked about this before, but in the Bhagavad Gita, they talk about this ancient war with the between the gods, and they had these uh, Brahma weapons that were super fucking. Uh, they were like huge explosions that caused craters and caused people's teeth to fall. Again, alluding to radiation sickness and nuclear yeah, things. Yeah. So um, we go to February nineteen forty two, um, and if you've seen Breaking Bad, you'll recognize this name. Uh, Werner Heisenberg. Um, mm. He was the, the German scientist that um, that like he had another secret meeting where he's like, not only can we split the atom, but now it's four years later. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we can control fission and cause a chain reaction uh, turning uranium into plutonium and causing millions and millions and millions of, of little explosions that add up to this massive nuclear explosion that we yeah. know today is like the mushroom cloud thing. So, um, and then it's interesting because again, this episode is interesting anyway, but because this is just history, but like the, you know, Hitler was at this point on the brink then of building their own fucking bomb. And then all of a sudden it just kind of stops. Like they just stop focusing on it. And, um, you can also argue that I don't know. I'm I'm not as versed in World War II history. There might have just been other reasons or whatever. Because like the mainstream historians are like, oh, the money just ran out, and I'm like, and I guess that's true because by the end, uh, before America really came on the scene, uh, there or were like deep into it, the Nazis were apparently running out of money as they were trying mm-hmm. to go like take over Poland and all this shit. Yeah, resources, money. Right. Like, eventually, it's all got to... And especially if you're spending billions of dollars back then on occult shit and alien tech that maybe is... That's not panning out. Sort of panning out. Yeah, you're getting, like, 1% of return on your shit. But but then a lot of them think that, which actually seems more likely to me, is that the German scientists themselves started sabotaging the work and slowing things down on purpose because they were fucking terrified of what would happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, because, again, not all these scientists were fucking gung-ho nazis you know what i mean they were doing it because they had to um but uh anyway um but the ancient astronaut theorist and other researchers too just think that there might have been another invention they shifted their focus to Mm. that would have been more powerful and that's when we get to nazi time machines um (laughs) but uh we go over to i believe it was poland i forgot to write it down sorry but uh there's there's this thing called the henge or the fly trap um, and it looks like a circular, much more symmetrical, modern-ish looking Stonehenge kind of thing. Um, but this area was taken over by the SS, apparently without Hitler's consent or knowledge. Mm. Um, this was very much a real, a real group thing. Yeah, real seekers. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, they um, built this underground facility around, like underneath it. Uh, mainstream historians say, "Oh, this was just a cooling vent for a cooling tower for." Right. Uh, a coal mining plant or some shit too, but I don't think the fucking Nazis were going and fi- looking for coal necessarily. Right, right, right. But um, anyway, um, it's the the they were building what that could have been what Hitler would describe as what he was always searching for was the Wunderwaffe or the Wonder Weapon, mm-hmm. uh, not that wonder wonderful waffle we were talking about yeah, before yeah. covered in man's semen. Um, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, this could have been because we never really found out what that was. Like he was like. That was where they were going to on a macro level. Like, oh, we're going to create the ultimate weapon, which most people thought was the bomb. Just, you know, But yeah. then this is, of course, the little, oh, what if it was this thing? So um, they think that this whole facility was to build something called the bell. Uh, and it was a bell-shaped object about 10 feet high, 5 foot in diameter. Um, and it looks – everyone's like, oh, of course, this must have been a ship, like another variant of their UFO-style ships mm-hmm. or whatever. But – um, they get um, uh, Denon is back on the UCI physics professor. And he's like, it's kind of anti aerodynamic. It's not a very aerodynamic design. Um, he wasn't. He's not sure why they would build it that way because you'd have so much resistance going left and right with this bell shaped design, um, unless it was like going forward or whatever. But um, like a big fucking nipple or something. Yeah, yeah. The sky. But, on in. Yeah, but um, or perhaps it wasn't for just space travel, but space time travel. So. Um, they talk about that phenomena, like yep. where if you have a very strong electromagnetic field, 
and you put very high voltage electricity through that, you get weird quantum physics shit. Right, right, right. Things the disappear and reappear. Yeah, yeah like that weird out. spooky physics that like Einstein, you know, coined. It's like yeah. when you get down to that small, it shit doesn't follow the rules that we are used to right, here right. on our larger level. So, um, but uh, so you know, they talk about again. They bring back the theory of special relativity, which is that time travel technically is possible purely by speed alone. If, if you can travel close to or at or beyond the speed of light, which Einstein said was impossible, but your time is your time perception is relative to you as the traveler. Every, you're moving so fucking fast that they're you know they're not perceiving time the same way. Right. But that but that's only future time travel. You can't go in the past with special relativity. Right. However, general relativity, also his theory, is that that's more where you get into the space time being connected like a fabric and you can mm-hmm. warp it or pop through it or what in black holes and all that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it's kind of funny because you would think that the special relativity thing was all that weird stuff. But mm-hmm. that's that's really just a unique case where it's right, like, oh, right. you can also just go super fucking fast and people will perceive time in a different way than you do. Right, you know? right. So, um, but anyway, um, so towards the end of the war, um, the SS General Hans Kammler, who was the head of the Bell Project, fucking disappears. Like, he's just gone. And, and, and the Bell is apparently gone, too. Right. So a lot of people are like, did he use the fucking Bell and just get the fuck out of there and stuff? Mm-hmm. But that also is kind of – that would almost be a little too convenient for, like, why wouldn't he – if it was ready to go – was it really fucking only ready, like, the day that shit was going to hit the fan and that Hitler right. killed himself? Right, right, like, right. Like, it's like, come on. like. But maybe you, if he could see into the future, he knew when it was. Maybe. That's true. Um, but, uh, um, you know, or I'm like, did did Hitler really not know about this? Did he just fucking take his ass out and make it all disappear, too, you know? Because he did right. take all the other fucking dudes, um, you know, all the other scientists working on this project and just fucking took them out and put a gun to the back of their head. And then we get a children's chime in here, which maybe is our favorite children's chime in of all time, where he's just t- he's talking about the death the of these scientists. I mean, you have like all these people are being murdered. Okay, I mean, I mean, top scientists, you know, they they blow themselves up in their own lab. <laughs> it was um, also rumored, which is real. funny because <laughs> their own lab. <laughs> he's very much running out of breath at that point, <laughs> and. He's not saying that they were killed by the SS, as the fucking narrator just said. He says right. they were committing, like, Harry Carey and fucking taking or themselves sabotage, out or whatever, yeah, too. Whatever, yeah. yeah. So it makes it, it makes me <laughs> think that, like, they edited in a clip about some maybe something else or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or this was his little... Or it also makes me wonder if the producers of this show are interested in this subject like us, <laughs> but maybe also enjoy... The kind of magistry and weirdness, yeah, yeah, the quirkiness yeah, yeah. of it, and they yeah. put these things in, you know, because um, it does make science, quote unquote, fun <laughs> when you have yeah, somebody yeah, yeah, that's totally. all kooky. Yeah, yeah. That's why we had Bill High Nye energy. and yeah. Be- Beekman's World back in the day on as, you know, it was kids' show trying to make yeah. science weird and fun. Um, Mr. Wizard, not so much. Yeah, he was just a Canadian like boy, passive, you know, probably yeah. most of the kids. Mr. Um, Spock looking, not so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Leonard Sorry, Nimoy yeah. looking. No, fucking. no, no, no. He looked more like uh, what the fucking Picard. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Mr. Picard. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm um, Mr. Picard. He also looked like Superintendent Chalmers from uh, The Simpsons as well. Right, But right. Uh, anyway, it's rumored at this time uh, when the bell, uh, everything's collapsing. Um, you know, the Hitler hasn't apparently committed suicide yet, but the war is kind of over. The Allies are coming yeah. in. Um, 
It's rumored that Maria Orsic, which is the the Vrilligan girl, Vrilligan's Island girl, <laughs> um, uh, sent out a coded message to Vril members to escape with the help of the Aryan aliens themselves. Right, right. Um, apparently, a UFO appeared over Hamburg at this time. Uh, I was serving up, you know, yeah. beef sandwiches, and that's yeah. how that that whole thing cheese. came about, you know. But uh, uh, and they disappeared right at the time of this sighting, but. It was also one of the gnarliest times of the fucking war, too, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, all but sorts of... Maybe it was wacky. the fucking honey boo. I don't know, yeah. but... Um, the honey boo! Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, this other guy, um, this SS officer, Vorman, who was, like, one of the biggest occultists on the, in the SS, also disappeared at the exact same time, too. Mm-hmm. George Norrie, he's been on a couple times this episode. He hasn't really said anything interesting, but he comes on, and he's like, years later in Pennsylvania, an object described like the bell was sighted. Maybe they got it to work, or maybe the aliens look like Nazis. How bizarre yeah. would that be? It's like, <laughs> yeah, sure, that'd be fucking yeah. weird. Which I mean, Which honestly, means they're just humans. Like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, it sounds like the plot to a 1960s sitcom. Like it would be on with Bewitch, and it's like Nazis in Pennsylvania or something. And it's just like they came in a bell and they met a farmer in the dell. And I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it was bad, but uh, <laughs> like, and they just show up, and now they're living on the street or something. But. Um, like it's just called Welcome to the Neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Bell, baby. <laughs> um but uh anyway, so then we go into um uh Hitler, you know, apparently killing himself. But you should maybe watch Hunting Hitler on the History Channel too, because there's a lot of actual government documents about how he escaped to Argentina and shit too, and these these fucking guys in CIA. I'm gonna watch him, that and maybe that's Patreon should. content. It's interesting, yeah. <laughs> but um uh, it, there's definitely more evidence on that show than this show <laughs> for sure. We'll see. Um, but, uh, anyway, um, the wars ends Hitler's Hitler's dead or out of commission, whatever. Um, and Oppenheimer is the guy who was the guy that, you know, uh, finished, completed and launched the atomic bomb. He's the guy with the famous quote, like now that now we have become death and all that stuff. And he was all, Oh, we have a guest here. Um, he was all Sarah oh. Harris. <laughs> um, He's all fucked up um, and and bummed out about it because he killed. He was responsible for killing. Get a out lot of my of house! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, and then the whole rest of this the, the this segment is all about the uh, uh, technology just blowing up mm. in the U.S. Like yeah. in, in Operation Paperclip, like we said a billion times already, bringing the, the German scientists in. Uh, relieving them of all their war crimes mm-hmm. um, and saying, "Hey, like, get to work. Use all your weird shit. Yeah, uh, we recovered all this stuff. Here's here's a lab. Here's all this stuff, um, and we see this boom leading to the moon landing and all that stuff too. And uh, and the the Werner von Braun age of American science. That he's the he was a former Nazi that started NASA basically because he was right. their like top rocket scientist, top rocket scientist, um, and uh, he." Uh, was one of the greatest American turn American scientists and, yeah. ever, and you know, and so we get like Michael Barra, who's that fucking kind of dickhead, arrogant dude coming on, and the same as Childress saying, like, you know, basically that our our modern age was built by the Nazis, which is right c- true because they were again like ancient Egypt, and we see a boom in technology. Then you have a singular human being with power over everyone else in his whole country 
mm-hmm. with a singular goal. That's a right, big right. fucking team of people. So um, anyway, but uh, eventually um, Von Braun is, you know, again, builds NASA basically. He is responsible. He was going to be responsible for the V1 and V2 rockets, which are supposed to be like interstellar rockets and yeah. stuff like that. Um, what was that hand motion he made? Like, boom, like, no, like, just swinging yeah, it, yeah. Your hand uh, looked kind of narrow and, and upward. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. I wasn't Zegan, okay? Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, um, we get our, our you know, last children's chime in here, and he's just like, In many ways, the U.S. was carrying on what the Third Reich was doing, building underground bases. He gets kind of yeah. like sultry and sexy here. He's yeah. like less charged up. Yeah. Well, charged up in a different way. <laughs> right. Yeah, a little horned up. He's like, building ooh, underground bases. Yeah. Developing secret technologies and, those and are factories. Spooky. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fudge factories yeah. producing monumental amounts. <laughs> Of lube and of semen. Cream. Not fudge. And I don't cheese. know why. Yeah, I was yeah. Cream and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it was the same technology that was in the Vimana. So just tying it all right, back right, to right. everything yeah. going back to Hindu technology, ancient yeah. Hindu technology. Um, we then get the – we finish on a man's face. No, we finish on uh, <laughs> this guy, Dr. Alan Greenfield, who's been on the episode a couple times and he looks like this fucking eyebrowless alien ghoul man. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, I don't know his fucking, he didn't say it sound weird, but he's just, he basically says, I met with Victor Von Braun and it was in the seventies or something. Right. And he's like, we were looking at all the shit he had like made. And he's like, how did you do this? Like so fast. And Von Braun, apparently according to this guy uh, who was a retired, like reverend in the military mm-hmm. or something at the yeah. time, um, he said, we had help from Sam. And he's like, now who do you mean them? Do you mean like the, I'm doing that hand motion yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. Do you mean like the Spacey, you know the people yeah. out in space? And he's like, yes, from them. You know, I was like, okay, like that's not anywhere official, but you know, yeah, this yeah. guy apparently heard him say that. And again, whether it's actually true or not, Von Braun was deep in the fucking like Nazi world, of course. And they're listening to this to this Brill group. Yeah. And again, if because the proof was in the pudding for them, they're like, we fucking yeah. developed all this shit with weird. With weird ideas and and theories that were never thought of before. So stands to reason it could have come from somebody more advanced. Totally stands to reason. So I think they I think he meant we learned it from Sven. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just he, the accent threw him off. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my partner, Sven. Sven you know, the yeah. world is not ready to accept us yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do we you think we build lot, all these rockets? It's just yeah. rockets all yeah. day, all day. Exploding, yeah, phallic, phallic, exploding yeah. rockets. Pain, it's pain, it's pain. Transa, transa. Heated lube. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. We need more heated lube. lube. <laughs> you mean fuel? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's it. Fuel my friction. Fuel for the fire of gonorrhea. Frictionless fuels—that's yeah. the ticket. Yeah, and it, yeah, and the vortex—it just leads you in right. the bell of your head. What about just a bubble leads into the bubble. that pulls yeah. you in yeah. instead of you forcing the fart gas <laughs> comes out, and then you enter when the hole yeah, is open. You manipulate the <laughs> yeah, gas to yeah. suck your penis yeah, in yeah. or your tongue. Yeah, vortex uh, <laughs> yanks it right in. Yeah, just the um, tip. yeah, but uh, but yeah, this this episode in general was—I mean, it's it's a cool one because it is. <laughs> One of the it's pretty, pretty cool, cool. yeah. No, but it's it is the most just like it takes the least leaps because it is just describing factual information of the Nazis were into occult alien shit and right, literally right, right. the Aryan race like the that belief is part of the not that it's the essence of the AAT guys that are like racist or whatever it's it's just that the I it's the most 
uh, well, the most well-known example of somebody trying to change the world who officially believes that there was a precursor alien race that created the right, the, this master race of right, people, right. you know? So, uh, and again, we look at the Atlanteans who are in the 1800s described as, you know, white, blonde, blue eyed yeah, people, yeah, yeah. even though they're in like the South Pacific and weird, you know, shit yeah. like that. So you get all of these Victorian era ideas, you know, come and literally, you know, based on that book of the coming race, like that, that Himmler and all them were all into, that's what drove the war machine. And, and whether Hitler believed it or not, I don't think he cared. I think he just said, if this can give, give me, me a fucking results. edge and get me whatever the fuck I want, I don't care. I'll do right. it. You know? So anyway, um, yeah, next episode is, don't fuck, fuck it fuck up. Joe. It? I'm not, I'm not, um, here vamp a little bit for, I'm going to vamp. Yeah. Um, no, last time Joey yeah, said it was up. this one and someone Sorry. messaged in, <laughs> yeah. then, uh, said they just wasted themselves. that guy's time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> said he was well hung uh, and the, then sent the, us dick pics. The next episode, episode six of season two. We're going to be talking about alien tech. So that's all we <laughs> talk about the, anyway. The same. But yeah, it's going to go deep but in different. there. So yeah. So yeah. Um, watch out for us. No, no, no. Don't watch out for us. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Probing Ancient Aliens. You should watch out for us, though, in I public. Guess, yeah. I mean, if you if know what we look like, we're going to be following alley, you. Know. Yeah. We'll pull you into one of our uh, soggy waffle games. Yeah. So, uh, we'll make gonna, you a league member. <laughs> yeah. Going to come to your house and yeah. force your family to eat a soggy hey, waffle. Are you a league member? Take yeah. care of my leaky member. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. And then if you like our gross sense of humor and our voices and our inflections <laughs> and maybe imagining what we look like... Um, you can listen to our other podcast about craft beer and yeah. breweries. We're reviewing a different brewery or set of beer or whatever yeah. every episode. It's called Beer There, Drunk That, available on the same podcast services that Probing Ancient Aliens is. Uh, that is on Beer There, Drunk That PC on Instagram, uh, and then Beer There, Drunk That on Facebook. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to do it. Uh, also, if you have a, uh, a nice five-star review for us on uh, iTunes, um, if you leave us... So a review in the comments of that five-star yeah, review, yeah. we will read it no on the what air, it says. no matter what it says. So Stolen bit from another show, oh, yeah. openly admitted. <laughs> High and mighty, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for us this time. We're going we're gonna to beam back up back if my voice land. would start You're changing. Don't yeah. worry. It's not beaming. I thought we oh, melted. Oh, it I can feel land. the thrilling power of Bill Energy going inside my little And you're going to take it all, you piece of shit. Vortex sex.